Munn against Illinois, the Granger cases, 1877. These are the facts. After the Civil War, the development of our vast agricultural resources in the West was inextricably linked to the expansion of railroad and storage facilities. Many railroads, abusing the monopolies granted them, did not hesitate to establish exorbitant rates and discriminatory practices. To combat this evil, the farmers banded together in granges and developed sufficient political strength to persuade their state legislatures to pass laws regulating rates and abolishing discrimination. The corporations fought back. In the early 1870s, they challenged as repugnant to the Constitution the laws of Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, regulating railroad charges, and an Illinois law setting maximum grain elevator rates. The Illinois case was the most important. Under pressure of the Grangers, the Illinois legislature had passed a law requiring a license of every person in the grain storage business. But Illinois would issue no license unless the grain man agreed not to charge more than a specified amount. Munn and Scott, partners in a grain storage business, decided to attack the law. They did business without a license. As they expected, the state of Illinois prosecuted them for violating the licensing law. Contending that the law was unconstitutional, Munn and Scott were convicted, and their conviction was upheld by the highest court in Illinois. They appealed to the United States Supreme Court. The question to be answered was whether Illinois could tell two businessmen what rates they could charge for storing grain. The argument by the attorney for Munn. May it please the court. Your honors, this law violates the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution which declares that no state shall deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Mr. Munn and Mr. Scott entered the grain elevator business ten years ago. They acquired a valuable property. Now, the Illinois legislature tells them they may no longer do business unless they submit to the prices fixed by the legislature. This deprives my clients not only of their property, but of their liberty. Furthermore, this law violates Article I, Section 8 of the Constitution, which gives Congress the power to regulate commerce among the several states. The Constitution intended to give only the national government the power to regulate interstate commerce. Mr. Munn and Mr. Scott store grain that has been transported across state lines. They are thus engaged in interstate commerce. Now the legislature of Illinois tries to regulate that commerce. Your Honors, if Illinois can make a law like this, so can every other state. And chaos would result, violating the very purpose of the framers of the Constitution that there should be only one law governing commerce among the states. The argument by the attorney for the state of Illinois. May it please the court. Your honors. The state of Illinois submits that the challenged law does not deprive Munn and Scott of their property. To constitute such deprivation, property must be seized and appropriated to public use or to the use of another private citizen. The licensing law does not do this. It simply provides that if a man uses his property to store grain 
he must conform to certain regulations that Illinois deems essential to the protection of the interest of its citizens. We agree that transporting grain from one state to another is commerce among the several states. But the law in question does not affect such transportation. During the period of its storage, grain is not a part of commerce among the several states. It is therefore subject to state laws. The Opinion of the Court the Illinois law does not deprive Munn and Scott of their property without due process of law. When one becomes a member of society, he parts with some rights or privileges which, as an individual not affected by his relations to others, he might retain. A body politic is a social compact by which the whole people covenants with each citizen and each citizen with the whole people that all shall be governed by certain laws for the common good. This authorizes the establishment of laws requiring each citizen to so conduct himself and so use his own property as not unnecessarily to injure another. This is the very essence of government. From this source comes the power of government to regulate the conduct of its citizens and the manner in which each shall use his own property when such regulation becomes necessary for the public good. It has been customary in England from time immemorial, and in this country from its first colonization, to regulate common carriers and innkeepers, and in so doing, to fix a maximum of charge to be made for services rendered, accommodations furnished, and articles sold. We think such legislation does not come within the constitutional prohibitions against interference with private property. For when one devotes his property to a use in which the public has an interest, he in effect grants to the public an interest in that use, and must submit to be controlled by the public for the common good. He may withdraw his grant by discontinuing the use, but so long as he maintains the use, he must submit to the control. It is difficult to see why, if the common carrier or the innkeeper pursue a public employment, Munn and Scott do not. They stand in the very gateway of commerce and take toll from all who pass. Certainly, if any business can be clothed with the public interest and cease to be private property only, this has been. Munns and Scott's lawyer has argued that the Illinois licensing law violates that section of the Constitution which gives Congress the power to regulate commerce among the several states. We do not agree, for it is not everything that affects commerce that amounts to a regulation of it within the meaning of the Constitution. The grain elevators of Munn and Scott are situated and their business carried on exclusively within the limits of the state of Illinois. These elevators are used by those engaged in interstate as well as state commerce, but they are not necessarily a part of interstate commerce for that reason. Their regulation is a thing of domestic concern, and certainly until Congress acts in reference to their interstate relations, the state of Illinois may exercise all the powers of government over them, even though in so doing it may indirectly operate upon commerce outside its immediate jurisdiction.
In this case, Congress has not attempted to regulate the grain elevator business. Until Congress enters the field, the Illinois licensing law is constitutional.